here we go with another edition of Detroit Today, right here on WDET. I'm Stephen Henderson, your host, and as always, I'm really glad you've joined us. So for the first time during the pandemic, Governor Gretchen Whitmer yesterday set out specific benchmarks for ending the state mandates and restrictions that we have all been living under for many months and were put in place to help slow the spread of the virus. Now, importantly, those benchmarks are based on Michigan's vaccination rates. And we have been talking a lot here on Detroit Today about the slow rate of vaccination, the slow rates statewide, and especially the slow rates here in the city of Detroit. So this is how this would work. The more eligible adults who get vaccinated, the fewer restrictions the state will impose. It is totally a carrot and maybe a little bit of a stick approach to the idea that we can get back to life as normal, normal being whatever we will define that as going forward, if more people will take the vaccine. Here to talk about this new announcement and what it means is someone who's been covering the governor's actions throughout the pandemic, Detroit News State Government and Politics reporter Craig Mauger. Craig, welcome to Detroit Today. Thanks for having me. Happy Friday. And uh, thanks to you for all the great uh, reporting you've been doing during the pandemic, Stephen. Oh, thank you. And uh, of course, same goes to you. I mean, you guys have really been on top of every wrinkle uh, of, of all of this. So, so let's start here. What do these new benchmarks say? Yeah, these benchmarks say that what you described, the more people to get vaccinated, the more quickly the governor is going to lift the restrictions that have defined our life here in Michigan over the past year. Yesterday was really a landmark day in Michigan because, you know, the governor described what she said was a path out of the pandemic. I mean, that that is that is just a huge moment for, for the state right now. And and as I said during the open, we've had a real challenge getting people to to take this vaccine. It's it's not just uh, the idea that uh, people are hesitant. I think about the vaccine. It's also just there. There've been a lot of practical hurdles in people's minds uh, to going and getting both doses of it. So, how long could we reasonably expect it to be before we could reach any of these benchmarks? We are at such low numbers now. Is this too much of a stretch goal? Yeah, I think that's a great question, and there are a lot of different takes on that right now. I mean, we talked at the news, talked to an expert yesterday that said it's feasible that we could hit that 70% benchmark some type in June. Now, keep in mind, once you hit the benchmark, you have to wait two weeks until the restriction is lifted. But there are people within state government that are quietly voicing concerns that, you know, are we going to hit 70 percent? There are real um, there are real concerns about if we can get to that number. And I, I, I think, you know, somewhere between maybe next week, we could hit the first benchmark of 55 percent. And who knows if we're going to hit the final benchmark of 70 percent down the road. That's where we're at right now. And I think, you know, the governor made this announcement yesterday. And I think in the next two weeks, will be interesting to see if, if, if it affects the pace of vaccinations happening. So, so we should probably go back a bit here and talk about the kind of staged approach that the governor outlined. As you point out, it's not just one 
benchmark, there's a there's a progression of things. So 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 let's start with a pretty basic explanation, maybe of what these benchmarks are and and where we stand relative to them right now. Yeah, that that's uh, that's a great place to start. Uh, right now, we're at about fifty percent of Michigan's adult residents have had their first dose of the vaccine, right. and that means about four million people. So this is based around people getting the first dose of the vaccine. You know, with mo- two of the vaccines, you have to have two doses, and then you have to wait two weeks, uh, or in one case, more than that, with Moderna uh, to be fully considered fully vaccinated. The governor's plan is a four-phase plan. Once we hit 55% of adult residents vaccinated, uh, that would be 4.5 million people about, uh, the governor is going to allow in-person work at businesses. Right now, if work can be done from home, if that's feasible, um, people are supposed to work from home. From that point, once we hit 60% of, of Michigan's adult residents getting their first dose, plus two weeks, the governor is going to lift uh, numerous other restrictions. Indoor capacity limits at sports stadiums is going to increase. Indoor capacity at conference centers and banquet halls is going to increase. And she says she's going to lift the curfew on restaurants and bars. Right now they face an 11 p.m. curfew. There are two more phases. The next one is 65%. And at that point, this, is, this would be a huge change. At 65% of Michigan residents with their first dose plus two weeks, the governor is going to lift all indoor capacity limits. And she says she will also uh, relax limits on residential social gatherings. And we, we've basically had limits on residential social gatherings for more than, more than a year. Yeah. And then the final phase is once we hit 70%, which has been the governor's goal uh, of getting 70% of Michigan residents vaccinated, once we hit that plus two weeks, they're going to broadly lift gathering in, in the mask order in the state as it is right now as a statewide order. And, and I would assume that so this works progressively toward fewer restrictions as we get higher in the vaccination rates. I, th- I think it, it's probably safe to presume that it could also work regressively. In other words, if uh, if cases surge again, if we get back to the place where we are right now, frankly, where hospitals are overwhelmed and the numbers of uh, infections and deaths are, are, are continuing to go up, w- would they scale it back? I mean, what is, is it? Is it all tied to vaccine or is there still some provision for the reality that we're living with? Yeah, there, there is uh, slight provisions for the reality that we're living in. The governor's team yesterday mentioned, you know, if there are areas of the state where there are regional flare-ups, with which if you talk to a lot of the public health experts, they're expecting that. They're expecting there to be local outbreaks, uh, even as these vaccination increase increases. You know, the governor's team said maybe we would change some of this regionally. She also said yesterday that, you know, if vaccine-resistant variants, you know, take hold in the state, a lot of this could go out the window. So, I mean, there are a lot of a lot of possibilities here. Even as we stand today in April 2021, we've been battling battling this for so long. We are not done with the virus. Uh, the public health experts, you know, I talked to some earlier this week that wouldn't even rule out the possibility of a fourth statewide surge. That's still possible if our vaccination rates don't continue climbing. And and something that is definitely possible are more local outbreaks. I mean, you got to keep in mind we're talking about percentages of the adult population. So 70 percent 
is the governor's goal. Some health experts say, you know, that probably needs to be closer to 80 percent. And then you have kids, kids who aren't even eligible for the vaccine yet. They can transmit this virus. Mm-hmm. And, and that could still lead to uh, upticks in numbers and localities. This is not done. Um, and that's going to be fascinating to, to see how that fact we're not done with the pandemic and this plan, which sets these somewhat, somewhat rigid uh, metrics. It will be interesting to see how those two facts interact. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm talking with uh, Craig Mogger of the Detroit News, and we're talking about Governor Whitmer's new pandemic strategy to pandemic restrictions. Uh, instead of sort of saying that she's following the science and announcing things as they come along, she has set some real benchmarks for the state uh, at which she would start to relax those restrictions. Uh, They are tied to the state's vaccination rate, vaccination rates among the adult population, which right now stands at about 50 percent. The governor would like to see that get to 70 percent. And as we get further closer to that number, 55, 60, 65, she would start to roll back some of the things uh, that the state has been asking us not to do. Uh, We'd love to hear from you during this conversation as well. Give us a call. Tell us what you think of the governor's new approach to these restrictions. Does that make you more comfortable with the idea of these restrictions? Uh, A lot of people have been very restless uh, during these uh, past uh, months and and really this entire year. um, While we've had to to do things differently because of the COVID-19 pandemic. A lot of people have been very frustrated that things have not opened up faster. Uh, There's also been a lot of frustration because this hasn't been the most transparent process. While the governor has been talking about following the science uh, and announcing things as she sees fit to make them uh, responsive to, to what's going on, it's been really hard, I think, at times to really understand what triggers uh, what response from uh, this administration. Here now we'll have kind of a scorecard uh, to be able to follow along and say, now we've reached this point, now we get uh, this this privilege, I guess, uh, back. Uh, what do you think of that approach? Uh, is that going to make you have a little more faith in the process that the governor uh, is following? Uh, also, we'd love to hear from you if you're somebody who is just done with restrictions. And I say that because... Uh, My own personal experience suggests that there are a lot of people who are. I see people doing things now that I know we're not supposed to be doing. I see people um, flouting the restrictions uh, in ways that I would say is pretty dangerous. uh, But I also would say that I completely understand Uh, the mental state that people are in with regard to the pandemic and these restrictions. So are you somebody who's just gone back to life as normal and uh, figure that you'll take your chances with uh, the pandemic? Also, give us a call. Let us know where you stand on vaccinations. Uh, Does this maybe encourage you to get a vaccination if you were skeptical before? If now you know that there is an end game, I suppose, to all of this, uh, does that say, hey, I'll, I'll, do my part. I will participate. As always, the number here on the phones is 313-577-1019. That's 313-577-1019. You can also go to the WDET Facebook page, put comments there, or go to Twitter and hashtag Detroit Today, and we'll try to uh, work you into the conversation 
that way. Uh, Craig, before we get to listeners, uh, I want to talk about what Republicans in Lansing are saying about this. They have never been in favor of the governor's approach to restrictions. They also uh, have been consistently believing that uh, that she's over overreacting to the pandemic. Uh, does this give them any comfort to now have this this scale uh, by which uh, the restrictions will get rolled back? Yeah, I think I think openly yesterday, Republicans in Lansing were many of them were putting out statements saying, you know, it, it, she should have done this a lot earlier, and we're 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 happy to see that she's finally come around to having metrics that are going to guide the response. You know, open metrics uh, that that are clear for everyone that are going to guide the response to the pandemic going forward. I think there are Republicans also here who 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 more more enthusiastically support this plan and support vaccines. And I think some of them, from what I was able to gather yesterday, were somewhat disappointed that the governor didn't include um, one of the Republican legislators, a Republican voice at her press conference yesterday, because there, there are multiple strings of people who multiple groups who might not want to get the vaccine or are hesitant about it um, and they could be for a variety of reasons one of those reasons does seem to be that there there is a political uh, theme to some of it that that there are republicans who are you know hesitant about the vaccine and i think some of the gop lawmakers felt like hey if you had a republican lawmaker up there to speak to people that might have helped to to accomplish that goal. So I think that's that's one feeling that that is lingering in Lansing. Hmm. That's an interesting point. The idea that uh, if you'd reached out, maybe you could have had a Republican lawmaker announce this with you. Give us a sense of where you think that relationship is right now. It's been badly fractured during the pandemic, uh, and and I will say up front, I think. Most of that responsibility sits on the GOP side. I think uh, the coziness they have with the people who have reacted violently uh, to to the pandemic and its restrictions, uh, their coddling of, of white supremacist groups who have lost their minds during this, I think uh, makes it very difficult for the governor to take them seriously and to, to sit at a table with them and negotiate. But again, in order to get things done, we do need both sides to be able to participate. So do you feel like the governor is able to, to do that with Republicans at this point? Are we still seeing them uh, so far apart that they can't even really have a discussion about this? I think they're in a better place than they were a, a few months ago when it seemed like they weren't even meeting or talking at all. And there were, you know, criticisms being lodged publicly uh, daily. I, I, it's unclear to me, and I think it changes on a day to day and a week to week basis where the relationship is at. I think that's all going to come to a head in the next month or two as Republican lawmakers who control the legislature uh, meet to decide what the budget is going to be. Are they going to give Governor Whitmer a say in the budget, or are they going to freeze her out? Mm-hmm. And what they decide on that is going to set the tone for everything else that happens, maybe not just the rest of this year, but maybe all the way up until, until next year's election. It's, that is going to be the crucial, the crucial, uh, crucial moment. Yeah. Okay, we're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we're going to continue this conversation with Craig Mogger of the Detroit News, and we will get to listeners, your calls and your comments. Abby in Bloomfield Hills, 
uh, Therese in West Bloomfield, Wilma in Detroit. Uh, you'll be up next. If you want to join them, 313-577-1019 is the number on the phones. Stay right where you are. We'll be right back with more Detroit Today. I'm Stephen Henderson, and as always, I'm glad you've joined us. My guest is Craig Mogger. He covers state politics for the Detroit News, and we're talking about the big news in state politics yesterday, Governor Gretchen Whitmer coming out and finally putting detail to the way in which she's thinking about rolling back restrictions, COVID-19 restrictions here in Michigan. She now says it's going to be tied to vaccination rates. We're at about 50% right now for adults in the state of Michigan as we get closer to that 70% magic number, which is uh, about where scientists say we could reach some sort of herd immunity. Uh, the governor will roll things back 55, 60, 65% of each of those stages. She's saying she will open up more of the state. We'd love to hear what you think about that approach. It's really different from what she had been doing uh, for the last year where she told us to trust that she was following the science and making decisions based on what was best for public health, but wasn't terribly transparent about how those decisions all came together. What we would get was announcements about how things were going to be without much explanation uh, about how they reach those conclusions. This is a much clearer and straightforward approach to saying, look, the entire the entire question really is in our hands. If you go and get a vaccination, you encourage your neighbors, your friends, your family to do the same. We get closer to those numbers and more of the restrictions can fall. Does that give you more faith in the process? Does that maybe encourage you to get a vaccination if you're somebody who has been on the fence uh, about it? Uh, give us a call. Let us know. 313-577-1019. That's 313-577-1019. You can also go to the WDET Facebook page or to Twitter. And uh, we will try to work your comments in from there. Uh, let's start with Wilma in Detroit. Wilma, welcome to the show. Good morning, Stephen. Hey. I was just saying to your colleague that I keep hearing from all over the world about shutdowns and should we shut down it, Democrats and Republicans. This is a global pandemic caused by a virus that is mutating. Hmm. It doesn't care if you're Democratic or Republican. There are tried and true ways of handling this. And frankly, I think the lockdown and all of this is terrible. I, I just hate it. But you quarantine, you wear a mask, you walk. You, it, I mean, this is stuff that people have known for a very long time. Mm -hmm. And if I think if people need... I'm, this sorry, I, I apologize. This kind of just irritates me. Yeah. <laughs> if you don't understand what is going on, if we open up too soon, then I will give you one word: India. Yeah. Well, I they mean, opened it's... up. They had 
weddings all over the country. They reported in their press a wedding in a sub- suburb of Mumbai with a thousand people. Yeah. No, I mean they the, had a, ra- a a religious festival, a very important one, that moved millions of people around the country. Wilma, you know, I I have been horrified, and I think most people have, by the images that we're seeing from India and and some of the videos. Yesterday I watched a report from a parking lot uh, in some part of India India, that they had turned into a makeshift crematorium uh, because there were so many bodies uh, that they needed to dispose of, essentially. Um, And so uh, in these fire pits in the in this parking lot um they were they were cremating the dead um you know it's a horrifying image and and i i I don't know whether it makes the point strongly enough to those of us here about the importance of vaccines the importance of masks and distancing and all the other restrictions but it certainly is uh it's certainly harrowing Wilma before I get uh, Craig to respond to the part of your question about uh, about politics I want to ask you what you think of the governor's new approach I mean as you said you're not a big fan of lockdowns you think it's been terrible for us uh, but you understand the reasons does this new scale of uh, rolling back restrictions as we get closer to 70% uh, level of vaccination. Does that, does that make you feel better about the process or trust more in what the governor's saying? Wilma, you're still there? Oh, yeah, I'm still yeah, there. It took me a, it's, I'm just trying to <laughs> gather that my response. Okay. Um, my response is we'll see how the pandemic response to what she does. Hmm. I think Hmm. that she's trying to balance people's great, strong desire, that includes mine, to end the lockdown, but also to keep us safe. Remember, we went from one of the best performing states vis-a-vis the virus. We opened up a bit, and we went to one, I think, one of the top three with the most problems. So I guess my thing is I'm going to wait and see and, re- and respond to what happens because I'm not a scientist. So, you know, I'm not or an epidemiologist, so I can't predict, but I really hope it works. By the way, everyone out there, I am fully vaccinated. Yeah, no, that's, that's <laughs> great news, Wilma. <laughs> and I, I am somebody who is saying at every opportunity, get the vaccination, just get the vaccination. It makes, it will make all the difference once uh, we get most people uh, to be able to have done that. Wilma, I really appreciate the call and your your really uh, sophisticated thoughts about uh, all of this. Uh, Craig, I, I want to go back to her first point about, about politics. Does something like this, this approach, uh, maybe take some of the politics out of this? If not for the legislature, uh, maybe for some, uh, you know, Republican uh, voters in in the state who I think have also been really frustrated with the, the governor and, and her approach. Does does putting this kind of specificity to the decision making make it less political? Uh, you, you know, it should. I mean, it seems like having this kind of mathematical approach that's based on these numbers that 
are somewhat, you know, are somewhat in our control, in the administration's control, and some, some, somewhat not in the administration's control. But again, um, I hear the caller's frustration. You know, politics drips and touches off everything right now, mm-hmm. and it's every so many things are partisan right now. So I mean, that's just a fact of life that we all have to struggle with. And I think I, I, I love the point she made about you know we know we have the tools to beat this this virus uh, wearing masks social distancing the vaccine is one of those tools and the question kind of becomes what is that venn diagram of people who are completely disregarding the science disregarding the restrictions that have been implemented and the people who are not wanting to get the vaccine and does this plan do anything to reach those people yeah yeah again wilma Thanks so much for the call uh, and the comments. Let's go to Rochelle in Birmingham. Rochelle, welcome to the show. Hi, Stephen. Thanks for taking my call. Sure. Um, I I uh, I base a lot of my thoughts and decisions on science, and I wouldn't consider myself a pessimist, but more of a realist. And I I look at the data on just flu vaccinations, and I see that people you know, aren't even getting their, it's, it's under 50%, I believe, in Michigan. Mm-hmm. And I, it kind of worries me, you know, what's, how, how are we going to motivate these people to get their, you know, COVID vaccinations when they don't even want to get flu vaccinations? Yeah. It's no, very concerning. Rochelle, I, I'm right there with you. Uh, the, the hesitancy that we're seeing, the slowdowns, uh, that we're seeing in especially in cities like Detroit where uh, you can go to TCF now and just kind of breeze through to get your vaccination because uh, the number of people who who are getting them is dropped so much um you know I, I i don't know i don't know what's going to happen if we don't get that going um but i also don't know what we're supposed to be doing that we're not doing in order to get that going. In other words, I, I just don't know what lever there is left to pull that gets more people uh, to decide to, to take the vaccine. Uh, Craig, this has got to be front of the governor's mind with this, with this kind of carrot stick approach with, uh, uh, with, with restrictions. In other words, I, I, I can't do any more from a public health perspective to convince people to take the vaccine. So now I'm going to tie it to something I know they want, which is for life to return to normal. Yeah, I think so. And I think it's also bringing to the forefront once again, I mean, it's all about a lot of this response to the pandemic is about messaging and the message here. And and this drives it home. If you get vaccinated, if we get enough people vaccinated, we can beat this. And I, I think the governor's plan is focused on that point. And I think there, there, there is hope that we can get there. I don't want to be completely pessimistic. I mean, some of the, the, the health officials across the state are, you know, are pointing out that, yeah, we're making the vaccine pretty easy to get for people that want to drive to a place and get the vaccine. They're just kind of beginning that phase of this process where they're really going to be focusing in on specific people and going out and trying to get make this vaccine even easier to get. We're, we're starting to get into that phase where they can be more targeted in their approach and try to meet people where they are. And will that change this rate? Will that impact how quickly we can get to 70 percent? It might. Yeah. Uh, Confused American on Twitter says it seems Whitmer is contradicting herself on all sides. Those who want more safety 
and others who want more freedom. Uh, that's an interesting take on on this approach. Uh, Julie on Twitter says, everyone in my house is vaccinated. Most of my family and friends are too. Hopefully the plan will encourage people to get vaccinated. I worry that there are too many who will refuse and will be stuck with restrictions uh, as a result. Uh, let's take a, another call here. Abby in Bloomfield Hills. Abby, welcome to the show. Um, yeah. Uh-huh. Hi. I'm and I have a five-year-old daughter who's not vaccinated and I have not changed anything. I've been vaccinated since February. Actually, the only thing I've changed is I've allowed two people to come into my house once a week and I request that they wear masks and they're there for a couple of hours because they're with my child. Mm -hmm. One of them wears a mask and the other occasionally wears a mask. But I think that some of us have a different perspective. My daughter was born very sick and we've spent about 10 weeks of her life in the hospital when she was in her first year of life. Hmm. And I think people who have been through illness have different perspectives on it. Like I hear people who have been against the vaccine and then all of a sudden get COVID are now changing their mind about the virus and about whether or not people should get vaccinated. Hmm. Wow. Um, Abby, you know, each time I hear these personal stories of the way people are reacting to and dealing with the, this pandemic, it just it just kind of pulls uh, at my heart. I, I, I hope things uh, continue to go well for you. And, and like I said, I hope that more people will take the vaccine, if not for their own sake, for the sake of, of other people, other vulnerable people. Uh, the, the, the idea of uh, walking around unvaccinated because you don't think you're at risk uh, is a particularly selfish act uh, at this point, and we've really got to we've really got to get that across uh, to people. Uh, okay, Craig. Uh, before I let you go, I, I I can't let you go without talking about the other big news yesterday, which was that Whitmer's former Department of Health and Human Services director Robert Gordon testified before the State House Oversight Committee. Uh, after being served a subpoena. This was after months of speculation about why he had resigned so abruptly in January, and it was after a lot of controversy over the separation agreement that he signed. What did we learn during his testimony yesterday? Yeah, we we learned uh, numerous new details of what surrounded his resignation. Basically, on January 22nd, the day the governor's administration announced that would, it would reopen indoor dining at restaurants on February 1st. Uh, Director Gordon was told to join a conference call with members of the governor's staff. When he got on the conference call, Governor Whitmer was there and told him she had decided it was time to go in a different direction. And then apparently she signed off the conference call, and that was the message to Director Gordon that it was time for him to leave. Uh, and, you know, the, the committee hearing yesterday, which you can watch online if you're interested in it, was satisfying in some ways that we got some new details that I wasn't sure we were ever going to get and unfulfilling in other ways because there were other details that were were not pressed for and and not put out there yesterday. What what are some of those details that we didn't get yesterday? Yeah, yeah, the, the details that I think a lot of people are interested in, myself included, are what were the specific disagreements that Director Gordon, the health, you know, he is the leader of the health department. He has all these experts around him, around him advising him on how to respond to the pandemic. What are the specific things 
the specific differences that he and Governor Whitmer had. Uh, I think a lot of people would like to know that. It would be in the public interest for that information to be put out there. Mm-hmm. He seemed somewhat willing to discuss that yesterday, according to the remarks he was making in committee. Uh, a lot of the lawmakers, and there, there are likely political reasons for this on both sides, the lawmakers did not press him for that information yesterday. Mm-hmm. Okay, Craig Marger, uh, who covers... Uh, state politics for the Detroit News. Always great to talk with you and wonderful to have you with us here on Detroit Today. Thanks so much for joining. Thank you. We're going to take another break and when we come back, we're going to talk about why hospitality workers in Metro Detroit are worried they might not get their jobs back after being laid off during the pandemic. We'll be right back with more Detroit Today. Detroit Today. 